Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, October 4th, 2018. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. Steve Wolfong and a deep dive on Indiana Pacers ABA basketball. Steve, how are you? Good morning, Daniel. Doing well. Hoping I can mow my lawn today before it starts raining. My newspaper was soaked, so I can't read my Thursday high school coverage. And the Colts play the Patriots today, so I can't read my pregame Colts coverage, even though I think everybody on the roster is hurt and they're going to get waxed tonight. Though I cut my teeth as a newspaper man, the idea of yesterday's news in your bushes today is apt. And Steve and I actually did talk Pacers history before this. We won't bore you with that. The weather's terrible in the Gem City in the Midwest. Here's what's not terrible. Ohio State recruiting. Today we're going to focus on the offensive line. Why? Because it seems Ohio State staff has done the same. They have an offer out to J.D. Duplain and some others. J.D. Duplain, Michigan State commitment, Strongsville, Ohio native. Do you believe he will flip now that the Buckeyes have offered him? I'm not sure yet on that, but I do think that Anytime Ohio State offers an in-state kid, it's obviously intriguing and their success rate of getting the spatula out for the flip is high. So J.D. JD Duplain from Strongsville who's currently committed to Michigan State. Been a verbal to the Spartans since August. Um, be one to watch. Uh, he, he had 26 offers, so he was pretty highly recruited when he committed to Michigan State. Boston College had offered. Uh, Kentucky had offered. Kentucky's got one of the best offensive lines in the SEC right now. Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, Pitt, Purdue, Rutgers, Syracuse, Vanderbilt, Virginia. Among the offers for J.D. Duplain, uh, offensive line is just a big need for Ohio State this cycle, and they've expanded the net right now to some, some more good players that are out there. Reported on Monday evening that Nick Broker, out of Illinois powerhouse, Sacred Heart Griffin in Springfield. They're always a contender for a state championship. He's currently committed to Ole Miss, had close to 20 offers. Uh, he's another young man that Ohio State offered when he, he committed to Ole Miss. He also had offers from Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan State, Minnesota, Missouri, uh, Purdue, Rutgers. You feel good about the Michigan State offers for both if you're Ohio State, I think, um, because Ohio State's – or because Michigan State's typically pretty dang good at the point of attack, and these are guys that they were going to try and win a lot of games with. Got one of them, didn't get the other. Um, Broker says he's solid to Ole Miss, visiting Ole Miss this weekend, but told me he wants to take an official to Ohio State. I think once he does, the, the tables will turn for Nick Broker, who's an interesting prospect from an analytics standpoint – a multi-sport kid that's 6'6", 283, so you like that he's under 300 pounds, moves well. Um, it was definitely an intriguing offer, uh, in my opinion, when I saw that Ohio State offered Nick Broker. One of the guys they already have an offer out to is I'm kind of going through the offers here on the offensive line. I assume the ship has sailed on Darnell Wright. I guess they could get back into it. You can address that. But also Trevor Keegan from Crystal Lake South in Illinois update on those two guys who have been names we've talked about a lot so I kind of feel like the ship has sailed on both well I don't think they'll get Darnell Wright I haven't felt good about Ohio State's chances with Darnell Wright for quite some time although he did return to campus once when I wasn't feeling good um, but I, I don't expect Darnell to go to Ohio State I think he'll go to Tennessee or Alabama 
Uh, Keegan takes his official visit this weekend. Um, there was a time where I thought he was an Ohio State lean. I think if Ohio State put the put their pedal to the gas for Trevor Keegan, they'd have a really good opportunity to get him. So we'll see what happens this weekend. But I think right now Ohio State's uh, really swinging at uh, some of these other guys. Do you see – I mean, we've always got to know when you're dealing with Ohio State that there's flip candidates. Um, we already mentioned a couple of them. Do you see any others that uh, could be bubbling up on their radar, or is that just a case of when a one guy gets crossed off the list, they'd move another guy up whether he's a committed player or not? Well, it's obvious that they're evaluating tons of guys, but J.D. Duplain and Nick Broker wouldn't have been on my radar on Sunday. You know, so you just, you know, one you just got to wait for it to develop before, and then you put the and then they put the offer out there, and then you dig into it. As I look here too, one of the guys that's come up recently, Jakai Moore out of Northern Virginia, Noakesville Patriot, has a connection to Bucknuts that we'll go into at some point in time. But six six two ninety five. 66295. Your thoughts on Jakai? Well, he's a four star recruit on 24 7 Sports. We like him a ton. Uh, a guy that brings some versatility across the offensive front. A guy that was at one point considered a, a Penn State lean, but he obviously hasn't pulled the trigger for Penn State, so I think he's more open than people were given this recruitment credit for. And, and Bill Kerlick has reported that Ohio State's right in the thick of it, South Carolina. Um, so. We'll see. Yeah, that's one of those recruitments where Ohio State hasn't been mentioned a lot, and the crystal ball would lead one to believe they aren't in the mix. But as you said, Bill has reported recently that there's a very good chance they are. Let's talk about some of the other national vibes going on and just knock these out. Jadon Hazelwood, a very well-known player, arguably the number one receiver in the country. I know you said he's dominant. I just can't believe anybody's better than Garrett Wilson. We'll call it a tie in Dan's eyes. Is Ohio State even in the mix for Jadon Hazelwood as I follow the crystal ball? I'm always intrigued when a guy decommits and two different schools go in for the crystal ball immediately. Yours is on Miami. Vibe? I don't think Ohio State's in the mix. Is that a Hazelwood decision, do you think, or a Buckeyes decision or a mutual decision? I just think that early on, Ohio State figured they, I mean, why waste time on a young man that you're probably not going to get? Um, and so the first time Hazelwood went through the process, uh, Ohio State wasn't a school mentioned. So I don't expect him to be the second time around. In fact, no, I, I haven't it. heard their name at all. So, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's plenty of plenty of outstanding receivers out there, and Ohio State's got a couple committed right now: Garrett Wilson and Jameson Williams. And Jaden Hazel was just going to play his college football elsewhere, and maybe Ohio State will see him in the college football playoff down the road. Very possibly. Your prediction for the other night was very good, very close. You had the Buckeyes in a close one. Your impressions of the Buckeyes and Penn State as we look back, and then the Big Ten in general now as we kind of make the halfway turn. Well, the thing I was most impressed about with my own prediction is I pat myself on the back is that I was significantly under the the over-under, if I remember correctly. And um, the game played out that way. 
I feel like they were 20 points under the under, if I remember correctly, but maybe I'm wrong, um, the actual final score. Um, I just thought that both teams would – it would. I just thought it was, it was going to be exactly what it was—a hard not foot, a hard, a hard-fought football game where yards were tough to come by, where there would be some big plays, but there would be, it would be a grind in the middle of the field. And and uh, um, I, I I did say that I thought there would be a game where Dwayne wouldn't be lights out um, at some point. And but man, I'll tell you what the the grit and toughness that everybody in the Ohio State locker room showed. And Haskins ended up having, you know, he was he made the the right reads. Those receivers after the catch were just outstanding. That's that was the different that was the difference in the game is that Ohio State was a freak a little freakier than 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 Penn State. You know, you talk about the last play of the game. Um, you can talk about the play call all you want, but Ohio State's defensive line and front seven just destroyed whatever Penn State was trying to run. Didn't have a chance. Um, and, 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 yeah, Penn State landed their punches. And, and, quite frankly, it seemed like Penn State was landing more punches um, and Ohio State was on their heels a lot, but Penn, Ohio State landed just more haymakers and that pulled out the game, um, you know, and uh, really just hanging in there, down 14 in the fourth quarter, the the atmosphere just coming down on the Ohio State sideline, the, the mental toughness of that Buckeyes football team was what I was most impressed with. And then after that, the ability to make plays um, in clutch moments um, from Haskins to those receivers uh, to the defensive line. Uh, it's, a, it's a team that is good enough to compete for the national championship, but we knew that beforehand. Uh, I think Penn State's a team that, that um, I mean, you look at that Oklahoma-Georgia game last year in the playoff, um, Oklahoma gave Georgia held, and, and then Georgia was right there in the end for the national title. I think Penn State is a team that that is one of the top eight teams in the country, uh, and so that was a hell of a win. But you know, we we always say this stuff, and we'll see how Penn State responds. You know, Penn uh, Penn State um, was a top eight team in my opinion the week Ohio State beat them, but we'll see how they respond to a loss that. That uh, definitely stings. And my final word on that before we move on to what's coming up this week is one of the things Ohio State maybe hasn't gotten credit for, or if they haven't gotten credit, maybe just hasn't been highlighted enough, is if you look at the last play, it was made by Jay Sean Cornell and Chase Young. Those guys aren't even starters at Ohio State. I mean, Chase Young has moved into the starting lineup because Nick is hurt, but when you can have two reserve defensive ends who were five stars, that probably makes you a formidable opponent with some incredible depth. This weekend, um, last year, was the Iowa debacle. This year, the task is not nearly as tall. Home visit versus, excuse me, home game versus Indiana. You know that squad you... well. What is Ohio State in store for? Do you see a possible trip up here? Or is this Ohio State uh, getting back into the 70s? Well, Ohio State should go back to winning 60 to 20s or whatever it is. But at the same time, everyone on Bucknuts knows that Indiana has kind of given Ohio State some fits um, where the games have been decided in the second half. And 
I mean, last year's game, Paris Campbell had to take it over for Ohio State to win, and J.K. Dobbins was terrific in the season opener. But, I mean, Indiana was in that ball game in the second half. And and, and a few years ago, it, it took a heroic effort by Ezekiel Elliott to win the game in Bloomington now. Yes, so, hold on a second. Uh, my, is Xander, is Xander Diamond still there? No, he's not. Um, well, they, he should, they is, should be good then. He, he retired from football. But my point is, is that even though Ohio State should should win handily, Indiana's found ways to stay in that ball game several years in a row. And they got some good players at Indiana, and they'll be well coached. Uh, but they're four and one, um, and, and, lo- and lost to a Michigan State team at home at night earlier in the season. They were in that game a little bit, but it was never in doubt. I don't think it will be in doubt this weekend. We appreciate Steve stopping by. There's never any doubt whether he will be a wonderful guest or not. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. See you on the front row.